Welcome to Location Matters, the podcast from NGIS, covering the world of mapping and location technology. What's it like being a Google partner? Well, we're about to find out. NGIS has been a Google partner since 2011, and wow, what an interesting journey. Keeping up with Google is a skill in itself, but for NGIS, they've opened up some really interesting doors. So my name's Adam Muller. This is episode 16 of Location Matters, and I'm joined today just by Paul Farrell, no Richard Bentley today, and we're just going to have a conversation about what it's like to work with Google. So, I mean, I work with Google every day. I'm, I work with their partner managers, and we work in the sales department here. But tell me, Paul, let's just start off with why. Why Google? Why did NGIS, a spatial company, get into bed with a technology company like Google? Um, I'd like to say it was really careful planning and, and uh, a strategic move on my behalf, but it was um, or the company's behalf, but it was actually uh, a little bit of serendipity. Um, we were working for a government client here in, in Western Australia, and they needed to do to have a Google search appliance uh, for them. Which what's, is, what's that? Well, back in the day, you could get a, a, a yellow box that you'd install within your organisation to have a Google search-like capability within your, your, you know, within your office, so searching through documents and all those sort of things. And they needed that. And so we said, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go and find it. And when we contacted Google and when they started understanding who NGIS was, they said, would you be interested in working a bit closer with us? And we just said, oh, yeah, of course. That would be interesting because we weren't actually selling products at that particular time. We're very much a consulting business. Um, and it just so happened that at the time they were really ramping up um, the their commercialization of their maps product and they needed a partner like NGIS. So it was, it was a bit of luck that we were on at, there at the right time, but we also had the right DNA they were looking for, which was uh, heavily into maps, good delivery capability. And um, they, they look, looked at us, looked at our cultural fit as well because culture is very important for Google and we, we ticked all the boxes and started off on the, on the journey with Google. I wonder, actually, I mean, I've been with the company now for almost three years and since then Google's had a really strong partner, partner ecosystem and this is really common in the tech world. You know, Microsoft's got it and Amazon and everyone under the sun who's got a, you know, technical product needs um, someone to be out there on the ground selling. I mean, did they have a really strong partner ecosystem back then? No, 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 it wasn't very strong. And uh, you just have to remember who Google is. I mean, Google's the most recognised brand on the planet and their their business is driven by consumers and by advertising. So that's where their DNA is. So they're not your traditional enterprise player. So they didn't have the maturity and that sort of, that side of things. But as they've gone along, they've recognised the enterprise part is is something they want to get into. So that's been part of the challenge is that we, um, because we're a partner in the early days, um, they, uh, they there's all the best intentions in the world. But also because they're not mature, there's there's been you know starts and stops along the way in terms of how they work. But that's it's all part of the fun of being with an agile company like Google. 
Speaking of agility, I've learned a new way of working from Google. I mean, I haven't worked at Google, but seeing how they work and how they expect us to you know, interface with them and the tools that they use and the processes they go through, I think it's really fascinating. I mean, you've got... You've got all these ads on, you know, seek.com.au where they say you'd have to work in a fast and agile, you know, dynamic environment, you know, uh, very busy. That means nothing in most companies compared to when you're working for Google. I mean, they can they can launch a new product and kill another one at the drop of a hat. And um, it's, it's amazing how quickly you have to pivot um, across different, different uh, activities. And I think just keeping up with Google is a really interesting activity in itself. Yeah, look, being a, a premier partner of, of, of Google's, and, and it really does uh, amaze me how uh, globally how much attention NGIS gets from Google just because of our specialist expertise in this, this area. And um, But it's the closest thing you're going to get to working for Google without being in Google and and um, the the process for working for Google, as everyone knows, it's quite famous in terms of you know for every uh, one hundred applicants, only one gets a job. It's a very onerous interview process. It's it's a very unique person that gets to end up working for for Google, um, and it's an absolute privilege working with all the Googlers because they are all in, they're they're A grade um, in terms of their talent. They're, they're top-class citizens. They're all very, very ethical, positive people. So you just get this energy from from working with them because they're just smart, good people, and we like working with those sort of people. Our clients, we like to be smart and good people, and we like our partners to be smart and good people, and it, it rubs off an NGIS. So it's I, I really too, truly believe it's the closest thing you'll get to working for Google is, is working with someone like us or one of the other significant partners of Google. I mean, we um, you've been to a few Google offices around the world, Sydney, Singapore, uh, Mountain View, and the whole company, for those of you who don't know, the whole company actually flew up to Singapore to what's now the Asia-Pacific hub um, for Australia Day as a bit of a company reward. And it was really fascinating to go through their their office. I mean, they've got the legendary kitchen. And I mean, these guys had chefs cooking every type of cuisine that you can get in Singapore. And it was all top class, you know, the, the decoration and the fit out of the the office, it must be amongst the best and the most expensive in the world. What do you think, Paul? Is that, does it contribute to the to the um, output of the workers or is it just all, all gloss? What is that? Oh, look, I think it's a bit of both, Adam, and and, I, and I'm glad to hear you talking passionately about it because I know you you like to partake in it when you do go to these offices. Yes. Um, but look, the the I mean the Googleplex in uh, Mountain View is 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 famous in terms of uh, looking after its its people and 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 it's a real campus style over there. I've I've been there a few times. Uh, first time was in 2013, and that was a really really good good trip um being in silicon valley and actually uh you know seeing the reality of what silicon valley is which is really it's a it's not a valley it's not a one spot it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a number of different spots it's an area really where there just has to be a high density of of very successful high-tech firms and google over there is more of a campus 
So it's, it has more of a feel of a university campus where the ones that have developed na- uh, recently in, in Sydney and, uh, and up in Singapore, I mean, Singapore is an amazing uh, new office and it's been referred to as, as the best Google office in, in, on the planet now. Uh, that's just one big, big building. It'd be very difficult to get a campus style feel in a place like Singapore, but mm. it's a real sign of commitment to the APAC region that Google has put by putting such investment in that office. But every one of them has a, a good feel about them in terms you can feel the buzz, you can feel the, the energy, you can feel the innovation. And so that's, that's part of it as well, working with them. When I first came for my interview at NGIS, you know, which is a very niche company in uh, Perth, Western Australia, also got the, the Sydney office in Hong Kong, of course, but uh, here in Perth, you said to me, Paul, you know, would you like to work with Google? And I was, I was, I was taken aback by that because uh, uh, I didn't know you'd able to get me a job there. But uh, <laughs> I have power. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the thing about working with Google is their technologies changed the world. It's not, it's not trivial uh, and it's not small scale. They have some of the most interesting and best quality products and the scale, the only time that Google gets involved is when they can do something for the whole world. So search or maps or many other things that they do. I mean, that's, that's something that can really open doors. I mean, what are some of the doors that Google has opened for NGIS? Oh, look, like you said, Adam, when you started, we, we are a niche provider. And talking to, uh, as you go further up the chain in terms of an organisation or a government department, the, uh, the importance of our niche offering dissipates because it becomes less and less important to the overall organisational um, uh, business outcomes and, and their drivers. But when you talk about, are we going to bring in Google to assist you, it automatically breaks down just about every barrier because people understand what Google is and what it's associated with. And it's associated with beautiful user interfaces, easy to use, accessible anywhere, anytime. So people are very attracted by that because they have got that experience in their personal life. So when you're talking about a a business, sometimes they don't experience the same thing and they're looking to change that. And they are often attracted by the fact that someone like Google can come in and actually give them that, that stepwise change that they require. Uh, and because it's backed by someone like of, uh, of credibility like Google, it gives people a sense of confidence as well. And their, their tools are very good. Some of them are not as polished because they do focus on the innovation side of things, not the, the, the glossy side of things. But one thing's for sure, they all work and they're very, they, they rarely um, are down. So often that's our challenge is come and take all that, take all that really clever stuff, but to turn it into something that's, you know, presentable to the, to the client and useful and specific. I mean, scalability, like I was saying, they don't do anything that's not global. Um, people in the startup land, they talk about 10x, you know, in, in Google. I mean, in startup land, it sounds a bit cliche and even forced, but in Google, this is part of the DNA. Yeah. They believe 10x, 10 times, you know, being able to grow something uh, exponentially. And if it can't grow exponentially, yeah. it's finished. I think it's 10x over three years. That's what they need. So it needs to, it needs, you know, you need a thousand percent increase in size. And that goes all the way down 
um, as you saw yesterday when we were having a meeting with some Google people in terms of personal KPIs, 10x for them too. Grow, 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 grow. If it can't grow that 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 quickly, their philosophy is why are we in that business? Yeah. So make it happen or we're out. And yet they're so innovative. I mean, people who work at Google get time to work on their own personal projects and if they can convince other people to come along for the ride, you know, it can become a thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, that is just such an exciting thing to have in the world and um, it, it's just so great that it exists. Yeah. What, what's also fascinating for me, Paul, is that you've got the same guys at the head of the company who started the company, which is unusual in Silicon Valley, isn't it? Absolutely. After 20 years, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite amazing, although you're, I'm sitting here and we're 25 years old and I've been here for 24 years. So that's maybe another thing we've got with Google. (laughs) The other thing, Adam, which I raised the other day, which I'm surprised you haven't said, Google turned 20 two days ago. Oh, happy birthday, Google. (laughs) 20 years old. So September 4, 1998, Google was born. In a in, in a with with servers under a under a desk in a garage somewhere. I've got a picture of that somewhere. That that initial Google server. Mm-hmm. Um, but what an amazing story! Rode the dot com wave, survived the crash, and now really are thriving. And uh, in our industry, in the map industry, uh, what a complete revolution! They turned our world upside down for the better because they. They, they took it to the mainstream. Everyone now is using online maps and they just uh, put a stake in the ground in terms of quality that we all had to match and it's the best thing that ever happened for us. I'd like to ask you what you think they're going to do next, but I feel like that would be unfair because no one really knows. And whatever they do do, they might just change direction the next day anyway. Yeah, I do have a sense of, of where they're heading. Um I think it's and look, it's 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 no different to what their business does internally now, but they're now exposing this to enterprises. But it's it's not so much the dissemination of information. I think they're it's more and more more about machine learning, and it's more and more about uh, data analytics and 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 deriving um, proactive information to users that they feel would be relevant for someone. I'll give you an example. Um, Within Google Maps, um, I mean, every day I go, I go home uh, from from the office, and um, I, I need to look up the traffic information. I would expect reasonably quickly that I would get something pushed to me, telling me it's about now you go home. And just be aware, there's there's an issue on that on a particular section of that road, and you should maybe take an alternate route. So I don't have to actually look that up. It's proactively knowing what I need to know. So I think you're going to see more and more of that sort of uh, insight, data insights being pushed out through this stuff. So it's, I guess it's the same mission they've always had, you know, organise the world's data and make it useful, mm. but they're going beyond the search box. I mean, one thing I found fascinating, Paul, is that in Google Cloud Platform, under the machine learning um, banner, they've released a jobs API. Really? Which I hadn't seen that. This is around, you know, basically revolutionising that part of our lives. I mean, it's such an interesting um, and almost like shady part of people's lives when they go for a job. It's all, who do you know? Oh, I found this person. We had a conversation at a bar. Imagine if there was more uh, open information and people could find work that they actually enjoyed. Mm, yeah, wow. Yeah, look, 
the more I see with Google Cloud Platform, and again, it's it's uh, some of these things are in their infancy, but um, that amazing demonstration we saw not you know the only other other day of uh, a couple of scanned images in China, a Chinese menu and a and uh, some French. Uh, piece of literature and a, and, a, and, a, and a German brochure. They're all images and all instantaneously translated into whatever language you wanted. wanted. Um, I just find that stuff and, and done at speed. Uh, I find that stuff amazing. When you expose that stuff to people, people will find applications that are relevant to them. Um, and all of a sudden, so now you have all that information available and searchable. Now you can start doing analytics on it, whereas it's just a dumb picture. You're really relying on humans to look at it and interpret it. Mm. All right. Well, Paul, thanks a lot for uh, bringing me on board to, to be part of this journey with Google. Um, we'll leave the podcast there. But if you want to listen to more episodes, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You've been listening to Location Matters, the podcast from NGIS covering the world of mapping and location technology. To find more episodes or to read our blog, check out our website, ngis.com.au.